Hi, my name is Steve Warren, and I want to welcome you to this podcast. I'm believing today you'll be filled with faith, you'll be energized by hope, and you'll feel loved as this message seeks to transform and empower your life. God bless you as you listen to this. <laughs> Give them money, do it. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Just bless them because they've got the key. And you've been held back for a season because God's been doing a work in you that's making you ready for what they're going to release you to do. And it will be just a simple thing they'll ask you to do and you're going to find it unlocks your future, unlocks your dream. So Father, I pray by the power of your Holy Spirit today, move in their lives. Touch them, Lord. Anoint their future and their call in Jesus' name power of God. Slow. Such a strong call on you guys. On your world. Touch your Lord. Spirit of God, fall on their world. Hey, uh, Fernando, Fabricia, Fabricia, could you step up here? Gio will play for you. So. <laughs> it's awesome. It's cool. Who loves these guys? They're amazing. Woo! I, uh, okay. This morning I'm going to talk to you about prophecy, so let me just talk you through some things. The prophetic works like this. Uh, it will do three things. The Bible says it will encourage, it will challenge, <laughs> and it will um, comfort. Prophecy doesn't correct. The Bible corrects. The Bible says that the word can be used for correction, but prophecy doesn't correct. So you can be sure that we're not going to publicly embarrass you or there may be a little challenge in it, but it will encourage. So I quickly, when I saw the handcuffs, I had to say to them, these are good. God's got you marked out. But the challenge, what's the challenge? Be patient. Wait for that moment. Keep serving. Comfort, because your future is going to be uh, released. The three things you need to keep in mind when God speaks to you about something and you're trying to release it. But it will start often very small, like you'll just get an impression. And all I see at the minute for you guys is something green, it's a tree. Um, now, I wouldn't normally prophesy like this. I would be a little more clear. I would begin to speak it out and things would come to my mind as I'm speaking it out. But I'm trying to help you to show you how, how ill-equipped I actually am just like you feel. So all I know is I looked at Fernando and saw green. And then as I saw the green, I saw it was actually a tree. From there on, I don't know where I'm heading, but that's enough for me to get started. The Bible says you will see in part, you'll see just a glimpse. Um, and so today I, I wanna walk with you and go, look, we're all learning on this deal. God's not gonna show any of us the full revelation. 
but it's enough to be able to step out on just something in part, something that is part of the deal. I'm trying to train you because my youth pastor, Sipka Bondaku, came to me a while ago and said, hey, wouldn't it be cool to do a practical series on moving in the spirit? And, and so I'm being an obedient senior pastor and I'm going, all right, let's make it practical. Not just pump you up, that you're filled with the spirit, the power of God's on you, go out and prophesy. Although I'll be saying that too. Next week it'll be go out and make miracles happen. The week after it'll be go out and heal the sick. But we're trying to make it practical. And so I, I, I see a picture. My next responsibility is to then begin to step out. And, and so I step out and, and I, I say to you that God, God, is, God sees you. He sees your faithfulness and your loyalty. And that is right now turning into a flourishing. You're in a season where you, you, you will grow. Other people have seen it would always happen. You've always seen it would happen but you've not known what to do except to be uh, consistent, faithful, and loyal. Uh, I, see, I see the tree is coming into its season. Uh, it's not just green, but it's loaded with fruit. I see birds nestling in the tree. You're going to have, uh, you've got the ability to gather people. That's not a prophetic insight. That's just, I've just seen your group grow from one to two to three. Uh, that's just knowledge. But you've got the ability to gather. But you will gather those that... Um, not pushed to be around your world but want to settle in your world like birds settling on a tree and they will find home with you you're a safe couple that's not prophetic either I feel safe around you uh, others will feel safe and secure around you but they'll be attracted to you not just because they can make a nest uh, in your world but because of where you're planted and here's here's the point that I feel is important for you and for us to hear is because you're planted in this house, you're flourishing. The Bible says those who are planted in the house of the Lord will flourish. But the house of the Lord isn't the global church. It's not like there is some universal church. Yes, I float around being planted in the, the, the church. is the local church, the one where you decide to get planted and you've planted here. And that is why right now, you're in a season of flourishing. So, Father, I pray, Lord, that flourishing would today increase. Their faithfulness has got them here, but it will be the power of the Spirit that will take them from here. In Jesus' name. It's the power of the Spirit. Not by your might by your power but by the spirit there it is says the Lord beautiful just, just hang there just as long as you like in Ephesians it says I've got to stand throughout the message so uh, I'm just like I should invite you to do the same so we can share this journey together. Is that all right? You know, stand a little longer. Ephesians, it says that do not be drunk on wine for at least a dissipation. No idea what dissipation means, but it sounds bad. Don't be drunk, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. You can turn to wine and it will lead to all sorts of behaviors or you can turn to the Holy Spirit and it will lead to a whole different set of behaviors. 
sometimes when you get filled with the Holy Spirit, it's, it's like you've put your fingers in the power socket and it's overwhelming. You fall over. Um, and that's okay. You know, when you get connected to a powerful God, it can be overwhelming, either physically or emotionally. But the point is we've got to be filled with the Holy Spirit if we're going to do what we're called to do. Won't we all reach out to Him right now? Holy Spirit, I pray you fill every one of us today with a fresh anointing and a fresh oil and a fresh power of the Holy Spirit. Fill every person in this room. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. It's beautiful. His presence is full of peace. so difficult is speaking so often the difficult part is slowing down our brain for long enough to hear what he's got to say hearing God should not be like the toilet experience you know those moments where you're going Lord speak to me I need to hear you and nothing is coming Sorry, that was a holy moment just now until about then. Anybody ever had one of those? You're desperate, but nothing comes. <laughs> Hearing God is not meant to be like that. It, the challenge to hear God, it's right to desire to hear Him, by the way. That's the, I'm going all over my message right now. That's the first point of the points I had was we need to desire it. In Corinthians it says uh, that we should desire, eagerly desire spiritual gifts and especially prophecy. We should eagerly desire it, point one. But not, not like that. Our, our, our minds work at such a faster rate than our heart. We think 70,000 thoughts a day, but our heart only thinks in maybe a handful of concepts every day. And so the trick is to slow our brain down slow enough to tap into the pace of the heart because it's the heart that is God is communicating to your heart he's talking to you on a spiritual level then it's easy he's speaking all the time there are seasons he goes quiet because he wants to test whether you're in love with his voice or in love with him but he's wanting to speak if we desire it So the reason why moments like this are so powerful is because it helps us being in His presence. You can do this every day of your life. You can wake up and go, God, I worship you. I'm just going to spend some time in your presence to slow down my thoughts, be still. The moment you start to worry, stop it. The moment you start to dwell on a disappointment, get over it. 
switch off those factors. Begin to still your mind and your heart tap into God. Because He will speak. The next thing we do is we can prepare ourselves. I'm getting you ready right now for an altar call we're going to do to get you filled with the Holy Spirit and you're re-empowered. It's to prepare ourselves. The best way to prepare yourself is to be reading the Bible, meditating on the Bible. If prophecy is sharing a message that is encouraging, that is challenging, and that is of comfort, the Bible is just that, isn't it? It's the, it's the source of all encouragement, challenge, and comfort. So as you let treasures drop into your soul and then begin to speak them out, you're training yourself in the prophetic. The next thing I do to prepare myself is I make declarations every day because the prophetic is a voice. In Ezekiel, when Ezekiel saw the vision of the dry bones, you may never read this before, just go with me, treat it as some nice story if you need to, but a man called Ezekiel, a prophet, saw a vision of an army that was dead, just dry bones. God said to him, prophesy to those dry bones. Breathe life into them. Prophecy is like that. It breathes life. Therefore, it needs to be spoken because in your speech is the power of the word. Your speech can kill or bring to life. And so learning the art of proclaiming life prepares you to speak the prophetic. So I make declarations every day. The first one is this. Jesus is first in my life. And I live to serve and glorify Him. My next one is close. Second to it is I love my wife and I live to serve her. Next one after that is quite close to it. I, I say, my children will follow and love Jesus and I am equipped and trained to do all I can to take them further than they thought they could ever go. It's my third one. I have a whole lot of others. I make declarations. Just think about the area you need encouragement in. Maybe you get intimidated by people. So your declaration could be, I'm a man or I'm a woman of courage. If God is for me, who could be against me? What is your declaration? And as you speak that into your world, what you're doing is you're beginning to learn and prepare the art of the prophetic in your room, to yourself, with yourself. You're encouraging yourself. You're challenging yourself. And you're comforting yourself, knowing that God is on your side. The other thing we do to prepare ourselves is check our hearts. In 1 Corinthians 12, it talks about all the gifts. This is some, to some, there's, there's nine of these spiritual gifts. To some are given faith, some tongues, some interpretation of these heavenly languages, some prophecy. For, but it says to everyone, these are given. Every one of you can prophesy. Every one of you can heal. Every one of you can speak in other tongues. Every one of you can uh, uh, get wisdom. Every one of you can he heal the sick. Did I mention that? Every one of you can work miracles. to everyone but it goes on to say if you don't do it in love there will be no power in it so love is the motivation not control or trying to get you on a path I think you should be on or love what heals the sick isn't necessarily the gift of healing it's the compassion carried with the gift that heals the sick how many times do you read in the gospels that Jesus is filled with compassion healed the sick 
It's not the gift of prophecy that's going to change someone's life. It's the faith you have that communicates it through the, the capacity of love for a person to want to see them blessed and encouraged. That's the important thing. But we keep our hearts in check. The other thing we can do to prepare ourselves is just be open to how God speaks to us. I was walking and praying the other day and I, I saw a pile of branches that had been cut down from, from looking after the forest. They'd been cutting down the branches and making the forest look nice. And this was a huge, huge, huge dry pile of wood. Massive. And instantly the thought came to mind. The church is ready to be set on fire. Just a thought. That's all it was. Was it encouraging? Oh, yes. Was it challenging? Yes. I'm now as the pastor going, okay. Let's give some space to see what the power of God can do. Was it comforting? Yes, God's got his eye on us. He wants to do something. I'm like, all right, it's probably right. How did it come? Just a thought. I saw something natural and I get a thought. Maybe your eyes are closed and you see a picture. I often see an image of a person and I begin to pray for them. And that may be all it is. Or it may be followed with another thought. You're beginning to hear God. Match that with your declarations. You're beginning to carry a voice that can bless someone. You don't have to be all weird about it. Just go to someone and go, hey, you know what? I was praying for you. Your face came to mind. I saw a picture of a tree. I just feel like God wants to say to you, you're in a season. He's going to flourish you. It doesn't have to be complex. I may see Michael over there and I see a heart lingering over his head and think, what is that? That's... Like, I shouldn't be seeing hearts over guys' heads. Or, I, you know, I may have all these sort of thoughts coming up. That's not enough. How, that's not very profound. There's got to be more. Is there more, Lord? But as I begin to speak it, I don't know what's going on in this world. He may, his boss may have told him just yesterday. Job's over. You're useless. Me coming in and saying, do you know what? I believe God is saying he loves you. Could be the deepest, most profound thing he needs to hear today. We sometimes only see a small amount. <clears throat> so once we've prepared ourselves, we've got to try it, right? You desire it, you prepare it, and you try it. It says that we should prophesy according to our faith. So you don't have to be like you see other people prophesying according to your faith where are you at right now what can you believe for oh but others they prophesy about stadiums getting full so maybe i should my gosh pastor steve next sunday we're going to be in the in the arena there's going to be thousands of people coming to church now that's awesome i would receive that except the next sunday bit because <laughs> i'd go to you do you believe is that where your faith is at you probably go to me no, but I, I saw the picture of it. Okay, that's good. So maybe what you need to do is go back into prayer and begin to carry that voice once you've got faith for it. So it's not wrong to see it. But just because you see it now, it doesn't have to be shared now. I quoted Isaiah when I was talking about the offering. Generous man planted. Isaiah was a prophet. Written, wrote his stuff down 3,000 years ago. We're still talking about it. Your prophecy today doesn't have to be get known in public for another 50 years necessarily that's okay i'll hold things in my heart that you don't 
yet know about maybe one day you will maybe one day you won't just got to measure my faith against where, what I'm seeing because it's not what you see that has the power in it it's the faith that connects with what you see when you communicate it that has power in it Concluded with this. Acts chapter 2 says, I will pour out my spirit on all people, on my sons and daughters, on I'm paraphrasing because I haven't got it in front of me. The old men will dream dreams and the young men will see visions, and, but everyone will prophesy. I uh, in the last month or so been dreaming lots. I haven't told you this. I've just been Dreaming, lots of dreams. It's been quite exciting because I've, you know, I'm not one of those who has like really. People ask me, "Did you dream last night? What did you dream about?" I go, "I think, I think I dreamt. I have no idea. I've forgotten. That was me. Not recently. Not recently. Crystal clear dreams. Old men will dream dreams. It says. Now I'm getting really concerned about my stage of life. Re- really, I'm going, God. It says the young men have visions. Give me a vision, not a dream. I want a vision. But we'll all prophesy. He will pour out His Spirit on you. When you read about all the heroes of faith, you can go through all of Acts. I haven't got time to show them. I had a heap of scriptures. Every time they did something significant, it says that they were filled by the Spirit. Peter was filled filled with the Spirit and he began to speak to the people of authority. Paul was filled with the Spirit and there's one version that says he gave them a gaze like you know talking about a super life it's like Superman you know the laser eyes ever been in a board meeting and it's not going your way get filled with the Holy Spirit and just look at them they'll come around you're a person of influence when you're filled with the Holy Spirit so right now we're going to open up the front here because whilst I've been talking about the prophetic first step is to allow the Holy Spirit to be poured out on you. The gifts follow an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And so today, if you've never had that experience where you've been filled with the Holy Spirit, maybe you don't speak in other languages or tongues, then oh, we want to pray for you. Or, or maybe you have found that God speaks to you, but you want that enhanced. We'll pray for you. Maybe you've been filled with the Spirit and you're just a bit dry this morning. You want to get refilled. Maybe you're just really hungry for God. And you, <laughs> and you, you just want more. Come on out. And we're going to pray for you. I'm going to ask the pastors to come on forward. and We're going we're gonna to pray. We've got time. We've allowed time for this. Which is why I haven't preached for very long. I've cut out half of my message because it's the impartation of the Holy Spirit that counts. You're going to get refilled. You're going to get empowered. Some of you are going to find the gifts of the Spirit are going to flow in a way they haven't before. Your influence will grow. Thank you for listening today. I want to take a few more moments of your time because it may be today you realize 
that you need to get your relationship right with Jesus Christ. Maybe you've never asked him into your life before. Or maybe for some reason you've been you've been moving away from him. And today I want to invite you to come back to him. Or it may be that you're just not sure you're going to heaven. And so I want to lead you in a prayer right now. And I would really love for you to say this prayer with me. And then straight after this prayer, I would love you to do something for me. But hey, let's pray right now. Dear God, I thank you for Jesus. I thank you that he died for me. I ask that you would forgive me. I turn away from my past and I give you my life. Come and live in me. I thank you that today I am saved. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you prayed that prayer, today the Holy Spirit has done something in your life. And so I want you to tell us about it. I want you to email info at c3amsterdam.nl and let us know you've made this decision and let us have your address because I'd love to send you a book that will help you make this decision really strong and become a follower of Jesus. And we'll also be able to help you get planted in a church near you. God bless you.